Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome, guys. This is a bit of an unusual thing for me to do. I'm just putting a little bit of a warning uh, before the show this week. I do make a fair bit of noise during the episode. Rustling of paper, pulling records out of sleeves, plastic. I drew a drop record here and there. I knocked the mic. I do make a little bit of a noise so if you're noise sensitive or have issues with that please do understand that uh, it's not something that I wanted to do um, but it's something that just happened if you could you might need to put the um, the volume down um, otherwise uh, enjoy the show enjoy the chat with me and uh, I'll see you next week guys bye Welcome, guys, to this week's episode of Heavy Metal Tones with me, your podcast host, Tony Evans. Um, you're probably getting this after Easter. I hope you guys have all had a nice, peaceful rest. Um, if you've had to work, it wasn't too stressful. Uh, if it was, uh, hopefully getting paid more money, which would be nice. Um, and I uh, hope you stuffed your face full of chocolate. Um, I like to say happy nail up Jesus day, but it might offend people. But I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> it doesn't matter. So... This week's episode is an intro. I'm sort of our last couple of episodes have been quite wordy and 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 quite sort of structured, and uh, I, when I enjoyed them, um, I think I wanted to go back to some more free form um, stuff. So I'm just gonna have a drink one second um, because it's just more me. I like I like the the reading stuff and the history stuff, and it's fun. And I'll do it every now and again, but this time around, I thought I'd do what I did was. Um, as you probably all know, if you're regular listeners, I like buy a lot of uh, records, a lot of vinyl, as people call it now. They're records to me, vinyl to hipsters. Um, and so, so I'm going to move the speaker. My, if I can hear the cables can get knocked. Sorry. Um, and so, you know, I thought I'd sort of grab a few recent ones that really um, had a bit of a funny story behind them. Uh, and ones that I have I have yet to play. I've played them, um, streamed them, but I haven't played them from the vinyl source yet. But uh, firstly, I'm going to grab this one. Uh, this one. And so the story behind these two records. One second. I'm going to go away from the mic. Russell, Russell, Russell. Record, record, record. Um, so the story behind these is that uh, 
My good friend Benji, as you would have known, he's been on the epi- on the, one of the episodes earlier, and he'll come in again soon. He runs uh, the web uh, Facebook page with me, my other Facebook page. Um, oh, by the way, I'm going to be doing a Heavy Metal Tones Facebook page and Instagram account soon. I just got to get off my ass to do it, possibly even a website. But anyway, um, so we both Benji and I have this penchant uh-huh, uh, for um, dark art imagery we find uh, some of the uh, this uh, the satanic uh, imagery fa- i find it fascinating i also find it really amusing and i enjoy it um i like it i find it because as i said the best the devil has the best music right so about two or so years ago benji bought a couple of t-shirts um by a band called uh power from hell um, they're a, we'll talk about them in a minute, but they're a Brazilian um, black thresh band, black and death band sort of thing. And the t-shirt is uh, is from their album Devil's Whorehouse. And it, you know, it's got uh, it, a, a priest, a, a nun on the back with an inverted cross on the back of the t-shirt, licking an inverted cross in a very sexual way, topless. With, and the front has a, a devil, a drawing of the devil with his arms across the mouth of the half-naked nun, um, and she's got her nipples taped up. I mean, I, um, if I can find a picture, I'll put it on the links below, but it might get... People might not like the look of that. It is, I, I have to say, it's one of the T-shirts that I can wear at gigs, but not outside, I have to say. it's. A, I do feel a little bit uneasy with it, and it's not because um, I'm a prude, or I, I just... You get to a certain time in life, guys, where you don't need to fight with people. You know, I've—I mean, I've been uh, um, kicked off buses and, al- and not allowed service in pubs because I'm wearing T-shirts that people find offensive. Uh, I had a T-shirt that was, and I still got it. It's a Six Pistols shirt. It's the—you um, can Google this picture. It's quite—it's it's a Vivian Westwood. Um, it's. Um, Snow White being gang-banged by the Seven Dwarfs. Uh, I think it's fucking hilarious, and I love it. Um, but I had a bus driver back in the late 80s, early 90s, who refused me to get on the bus. This is in London, unless I covered it up. So, you know, and I took, then it was then, after that, it was Shanks's Pony, right? It was Walkington's. I had no choice. It was, I think, about a 10-kilometre walk. I had to walk home um, because it was the last bus. He refused me service. I had to get the walk home. Um, only recently here in Australia, probably about seven or eight years ago, quite recent really, I had a t-shirt. I've got a t-shirt that says um, too, many, too many born-again lions. Sorry, too many born-again Christians, not enough born-again lions. Um, I love that quote. Uh, unfortunately, again, bus driver told me, unless I covered up, and lucky I had a jacket on. Um, I couldn't get on the bus. I mean, we are essentially in this country still a, a Christian country, and people have their right to be offended, uh, but you also have your right to free speech. But anyway, so that aside, I was it was in lockdown um, August last year, um, and you know what we're going to do you know money in my pocket and can't get to the record shops and and I was just googling and um I found a, a website that I like to go to which is dying victims is the record label 
and uh, they had a big sale on, you know, uh, and I thought I'd go through and look at their sale selection, and lo and behold, um, what well, an album that I've been eyeing up for a little while, um, by a Portuguese band called Midnight Priest, um, was on on sale. Now the good thing about these websites is that you don't just buy the record. Um, these days you get so much frivery with it, but this I mean for the I got this album. I got uh, the Midnight. I got the um, Power of Evil album and another T-shirt. I think. And all up, it was like 40 euro, uh, which turned out to be about 60 US, so, so 60 Australian, and that was including postage. I was like blown away, yeah, I'll have those. Now, yeah, it took me six months to get them, um, but once you've bought it and you forgot about it, it doesn't matter, does it? So they arrived. Now, Midnight Priest, so Portuguese, um, they sound like King Diamond, Lizzie Borden, mid-tempo speed, uh, with a, a bit of painkiller um, era priest thrown in beautiful hand-painted art uh, cover of a lady um, in front of a mirror um, with, with candle light she's obviously looking at, looks like she's looking at a book about which um, burning and she's looking over her shoulder and in the reflected in the mirror is a uh, witch with a dagger in her hand um, a poised to strike and in the window two crows and it's a full moon um, and she's got scratches on her shoulders and a cross flinging from her neck the um, the album's called Aggressive Hauntings. The beauty of this product. Now, I'm going to make some very interesting ASMR here. Oh yeah, um, is that you get with this album? Firstly, it's uh, uh, a yellow vinyl, so sort of see-through yellow vinyl. Beautiful, beautiful packaging. All right, you get a lyric sheet with a picture of the band. On it and you get a poster um, but not just that I also got a band patch um, I got stickers I got um, artwork from other bands um, really you know they've really thought about what um, people want for their money now grant you it was probably oh, sorry I'm gonna make a messy it probably it was probably um, when it was full price bit more value from it was you probably cost you more um but i could not resist because uh, i've been looking at this particular album for some time um and because i've been listening to the album um on and off because this is um let me have a look at it this is the 2019 uh, issue and it's the second pressing so i think first pressings are probably a little bit more valuable um, not that I bought it for the money uh, for the um, the value of the product because I don't do that as I said to you before in the past I, I've collected albums for what they're worth Russell Russell God blimey this is professional isn't it um, but uh, what happened what you end up doing there is you end up um, investing money that you don't you're not going to use it you know it doesn't make any sense to me so for me if you're going to um, buy an album for investment, um, well and good, but you have to make sure that I, I think you sometimes want to like the music as well. I mean, I, I can't stand Elvis, but would I buy an Elvis record for investment? Probably not, um, because A, it costs too much, B, it just sits in my, in my collection and all I do is try and give a pro, um, value for it. I don't see the point in that. 
any uh, i mean there's a limited space in your house and you want to take it up with that sort of stuff so yes that was uh, midnight priest check them out they're really um aggressive and fast um they have that high um falsetto vo- vocals you get with king diamond priest typical Euro- european uh, metal it's it's fun and it's it, it sort of doesn't take yourself too seriously um you got tracks like the law funeral aggressive hauntings eyes in the dark holy flesh um ecstasy sin for satan iron heart on your knees for metal i mean that I mean, it says it all doesn't it really and black leather it, it it does have that sort of machismo that you get with some of that early um uh, non-politically correct metal which i, I I bloody love to be honest. Now I'm just going to move away from the mic for a second. I've just got to put this record down. Okay, back with you now, guys. Uh, let me just get a drink, drink one moment. Okay. Oh, I'm not on the tea today. I'm a bit hydrated, dehydrated, so I'm on the sparkling water. But I am drinking it from an Iron Maiden pint glass. So it's sort of okay, I suppose. And now the other one, as I mentioned before, was um, Power From Hell. One second. Here we go. A bit of more ASMR for you lovers of hearing records being slipped out of cases. I know I do. Ooh. So this one came with um, a, a, a fantastic patch that is very sexually aggressive, I have to say to you. Um, it's a lady in bondage, hanging upside down, um, and she's not exactly sparing her blushes, if you know what I mean. Everything's on display, including what she had for breakfast. Now, the album cover um, is hand-drawn of all these ladies in bondage hanging from the ceiling. Now, it is extremely aggressive and ma- masculine cover. It's not something you'd show your teenage daughter or your teenage son or your mother or father, to be honest with you. It is pretty... Um, pretty out there but look um i buy these pieces so i can play the music and i love the artwork and i'm going to slip it in, into my um collection and does anyone i don't care if you don't like it um people buy robert maplethorpe um books they have them on their coffee tables and they even think about it um if you don't know who robert maplethorpe is um do google him but don't google him um don't google him in front of someone who might be a bit sensitive he was a gay photographer took photographs of men with very big phalluses and um, bondage and a lot of stuff like that. I actually got um, a warning from my art school um, uh, principal. Uh, I'd taken a photocopier from a... uh, We were doing a thing about Maplethorpe and I took... Here's a famous picture called Mr. Ten and a Half. You can imagine it, what it is, okay? And so I'd photocopied this picture and I put it onto one of my folders... That was in my that was in my locker. Um, I just didn't think about it at the time, and um, I thought it was being anarchic, you know, my punk and art college. Um, and as you can understand, and looking back on it, I understand someone complained, um, and so I had to take it off. I got a lot of trouble for it actually. I almost get off the quick off the course because I was going to stand my ground. But these days, I'd probably be arrested. Um, then it was. You know, I explained to him it was art, it was Maplethorpe, and he understood, but he said that certain factions of the classroom didn't like it. So you can see where I'm coming from. This stuff is for personal use. If you don't like the look of it, you don't have to look at it. So that's the packaging, though, guys. So then again, I pull out my record, and it comes with a beautiful white vinyl. Lovely lyric sheet. 
stickers and a nice poster again okay um, the poster is different artwork to the album it's the actual picture at the back with the two guys from the band um, finger uh, giving everyone giving us the bird if you don't know what the bird is guys he's uh, sticking his fingers up at us basically uh, now their music is aggressive black um, satanic themed anti-christian metal okay so it's not your easy listening it's not your van halens it's not your iron maidens it is uh, an acquired taste i have talked about this before um in uh, in other podcasts that how i love this stuff um considering i'm a quite mild-mannered guy i think that i do like the anger that this stuff um and the and the, and the pure energy that you get from it so i'm just trying to get it back in its little sleeve um yeah, so, you know, so as I was saying, so where I'm coming from is, what's it, 60, 60, 60 bucks, um, and I got myself two beautiful pieces of vinyl that you won't get in this country easily, um, you won't get them anywhere easily, and for that price, so, you know, have a look around, um, and take a punt, you know, I didn't really listen to um, Power of Hell very much, to be honest, until um, I got this record until also till um, Benji got the t-shirt one second and so you know I think what I'm coming from is with particularly with music um, collection collecting is um, if you've got the dollars in your pocket and you can find a deal and you can get them really deals really well these days um, take a chance a the um, the band's gonna take a few mega pennies from your um, your pocket and into theirs because it's what they need. Let's face it, that's their job. And also, you keep record labels alive, and you keep um, you keep. And it's nice to move music around the world. You know what I mean when I say that. You know, like it's not just all in Brazil. Like they're they're in in Germany. You know, it's people. I mean, I probably maybe one of the only people in Australia that has that record. Um, probably not, but not many of us. And so it's nice that it gets moved around. You know, it gets shared around, um, you know, I, yeah, like, I mean, you know, I was talking, watching a great pod, uh, YouTube channel video about this the other day, about how um, physical media, how it records are considered still, um, you know, a bit of fun, cassette tapes, a bit of fun, the bands still make their money mainly from streaming, and they do. And you know, and bands will only—they only press. Say, say someone they only press five hundred copies of an album. Well, worldwide, if you think the population of the, of the world, you can't even do the percentage that that record is. How rare that is compared to the population of the world. Um, so they're not making vast sums of money from these records. What they're doing is they're spreading the word a bit, and they're getting people to be interested. Now, I've I've already gone and ordered another three Power of Evil albums. Because um, that one, the one there, is from 2011, so it's another reissue I've got there. Um, so I'm going to do, I'm going to buy all the other reissues from Dying Victim, and for those pennies, I'm going to have some fantastic artwork that I can take out and look and enjoy. Yes, it's a little bit aggressive. Yes, it would offend some people, but um, unfortunately these days you only got to open your eyes and look at someone and you can get offended, right? So. Um, the short, the long and short of it is, brilliant buy for me. Um, do go and have a look. Check out Dying Victim as a record label. Do check out some of their stuff and be a bit more daring. Um, I'm just about to go and um, 
get some more drink. Uh, I'll see you after the adverts, and we'll, and we'll talk about um, a couple of other records I got. These ones are a bit more, um, a bit more tame, let's be honest, uh, a bit more, and a bit more down to earth. But anyway, we'll see you on the other side. Um, go get yourself a drink, and we'll see you soon. Bye, guys. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome back, guys, to part two. Uh, so this one, as I said in the first half, was a couple of unusual records I got in uh, in lockdown uh, that just come, came up like a few weeks ago. Um, and this one, the next couple, I well, um, I got them locally actually, or well, two locally, um, no, one locally and two overseas. So um, you're probably aware that I love a little bit of Venom. And I'm a big Venom fan. Uh, those of you that are new to the podcast who don't know who Venom are, uh, they are the originators of black metal and thrash metal. They are from Newcastle in the north of England, where my nan was from. They are a three-piece punk-based metal act that changed the way of the future of music, uh, in my opinion. Uh, if not as important, or even more important in some places than Iron Maiden, 
and that's a big call for, uh, for a lot of people um, but it's definitely if you think that Maiden took Nawabum and made it more mainstream um, Venom took um, Nawabum and changed the direction of in, of music completely and opened up hundreds and hundreds of subgenres. So a very important band. And so I've been collecting their stuff for <coughs> decades. Um, and I've been looking for singles and 12 inches. I'm always looking around, you know, I, I wander and troll through, you know, eBay, although these days eBay is not like it used to be. It's 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 more like a shopping mall. You don't get people selling stuff they had no idea what it was a value of, where you could get a bargain for pennies. Now it's all, um, they're all professionals and know what they're doing apparently. And, uh, charge through the roof part of my hiccups that's the that's the see one trouble with having gassy drink when you're doing a podcast see the good thing about tea at least it's flat you don't get the burps and the belches and at my age they go quite violently <laughs> right so what i find i found a 12 inch of Acid Queen, and I got it. It's the Dutch print. It's on Roadrunner. It's double R one two double five two one. If you want to have a look up your record nerds, it's still on the Neat record label. Um, Neat was a record label from the north that basically did uh, like Tank and um, Raven and um, Venom and something maybe. Oh yeah, um, The Damned were Neat. Um, I think some Saxon maybe on Neat. If I remember really beautiful uh, I got it in really good condition for, for its age and I picked it up for pennies I think I paid like 12 Australian dollars from this um, a guy in Sydney was um, selling it um, it says so it's bright yellow it's got Acid Queen and it's got the band with Mantis and Abaddon and Kronos in their leather and and studs as you were in the early 80s um, and it's got um, Acid Queen and it says bursting out 12 Three, uh, 12 inch three tracks featuring brand new recording bu- bursting out it's also got on it Die Hard and if you've ever seen Venom live Die Hard is a fantastic live track um, Acid Queen is one of their favourites as well but uh, the beauty of this record what I love about it is you turn it over and it says Venom the beautiful Venom artwork and it says backed with Acid Queen but it does not have Die, it does not have bursting out on the back, only on the front in big black letters. Um, again, straightforward, uh, nothing special here, black vinyl. It was actually in pretty poor condition when I got it. It needs a good clean. It's got the thumb, neat records with a thumb up um, on it, you know. Um, it plays at 45 RPM, like it is, as all 12, inch, or 12 inches usually do. Uh, it's one of the ones I don't have. I've got it on single. 7 inch but I've done it on 12 inch so again if you're looking for this stuff you can really get it um, quite easily you just got to be canny um, I've said it before in this podcast be careful what you're buying because um, I've been collecting since I was 13 so a long time sorry knock 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 Michael um, and so I know what I'm looking for even though I get sometimes uh, ripped off I bought a, a rainbow live rainbow double album it was meant to come with a poster and a uh, lambretto, which is a book, like a uh, lyric sheet book. It arrived, uh, firstly, it had none of that. Secondly, the, the 
gatefold sleeve was stuck together. So when I opened it, sorry, I paused it there. When I opened it, um, it stuck and ripped, um, which is really poor. I mean, I didn't bother telling the contact in the seller. I couldn't be bothered. I, again, I paid peanuts. Um, the vinyl itself could play, and it play, was playable. As I was saying before, I wasn't buying this as a collector's item. I was buying it so I could play the bloody album, to be fair, on my record deck. Um, and so, yeah, a little bit miffed, but nothing, you know, untoward. Um, so, look around. You know, there are, you can go on like Facebook Marketplace. I mean, in America, I think you've got Craig's listing, isn't that correct? You can reach out and tell me that's the truth. I think that's right. And in the UK, you've, you've got your Facebook and your Facebook Marketplace like we do here. Um, I'm not sure what we do in Europe. I'm sure that people will know which way to look, but it's just basically your online marketplaces or record fairs. Just be careful at record fairs because, again, it's full of people who, who will tell you the value of something when it's clearly not worth that. Uh, I went very, I was very lucky to go to um, a when the sound and archive here in Australia, which is the collective home of all the sound and video and uh, um, and media that's stored in Australia, they had a sale of all their vinyl, at, and I went along one weekend and bought big because they weren't selling it at like stupid value. It was it was like almost like just a couple of bucks for different things and I and this is way before the vinyl revival and so I you know I picked up I think six or seven Marillion singles I got Gary Moore records I got um I didn't get any Iron Maiden which is annoying so I was really looking for Iron Maiden I got some Black Sabbath stuff and then I walked away paying like 20 bucks 25 bucks and it was really really good like um I was volunteering at a, at a book fair about three years ago and I was on the record store section, um, and I was this guy came in and, and he basically was allowed by the owners of the record fair of the book fair. This is for Lifeline for uh, mental um, for suicide prevention. Um, he could take all the records he wanted out the front, go through them, decide what he wanted, bring it back, pay pennies for them, and he was going to take them away and sell them in his record shop. Now, I got really a bit cranky by this fact, by the way. But, I mean, you can imagine, I was really annoyed. So I went up to the, the, run, the, the people running it. I said, this is not right. You know, um, the point of this is that people come here searching for a bargain, um, for, you know, and might get something really special for a few pennies and make their day, right? And you may, and you still make your money. Whereas what you're doing there is you're, sell, you're, you're cutting out that option. He's taking them off to his stalls and he's, triple hundred mark percent markup on them um and really you've not made any extra from it and and they said to me oh but we wouldn't make any extra anyway i said well yeah you might not but you you're giving someone a sense of uh, of uh, of wonderment of uh, of of um, bliss that they found something that they were would never expected to find and paid only a few pennies for but they've still given money to a charity and they make and they're getting fun this you know what was left was I hate to say it was you know all the you know Burt Bacharach and um, you know Humberdink and Sound of Music soundtracks and stuff like that. I mean it was just you know you're not you're, and I said yeah, I'm, I rushed my hands a bit. I said I'm going to go and do the I'll go and do the books and I walked away from the records. I wasn't having it. I watched this guy you know 
rubbing his hands together getting through the record collections and I even said to him I, I said to him oh, we should charge you more and he was like no you're charging what he says on the door I said I wanted to charge him more because he was going to charge more I know he was I just hope he didn't sell the bloody things that's all I can say anyway rant over I've lost my track of thought so yes so know where you're going you go to you know look at the market stores but understand that people now with the advent of the internet um, they don't need record magazines like record buyer anymore they go online they see some inflated price like I saw uh, a porcupine tree my favorite the album I talked about a few weeks ago um, fear of a blank planet a guy had a limited edition colored vinyl 100 copies only it was of that particular release of that was first released unopened still in its cellophane and he wanted 500 bucks for it and i just looked at him and i was like you you have got to be kidding i said i'll gladly hand you 150 i, I gladly 150 and i'm not paying 500 bucks he's all oh, but on discogs it says 500 and I told him Discogs can change day to day and it can get skewed day to day and it can get skewed by lies. I might say I've got that copy unsigned and unopened and signed or whatever and I might not and it won't be, I have it. I don't have it. I have a dodgy bad copy of it. I've lied to tell people what I've got because um, I mean I use mine as an insurance policy so if anything happens to my record collection it's it's insured and show, like I can show that I had that record. But did I really have it? Probably not. I could lie, couldn't I? And so anyway so be careful because there are people out there that rip you off all right um there are people that sell reissues as if they're first editions which is something you can certainly find out because a lot of early records did not have barcodes if you look at a record and it's got a barcode on it and they're trying to tell you it's an original and it's from the 70s or something we'll walk away with and shake your head because barcodes that weren't rec- really introduced onto vinyl covers uh record covers to sort of the late 80s early 90s um even probably after that was mainly used just a a, a very rudimentary number system speaking of rudimentary number systems we're going to now grab my next record so the next one that i I got recently for myself one second oops is another pressing another vinyl record now i think i talked about this a few episodes ago but I don't know if I went through the actual record itself. I heard it on tape. But I only just recently received uh, Venom's Prime Evil on solid yellow vinyl, 183, numbered 183 out of 200, hand numbered, which I really love. Um, it's a beautiful, oh, listen to that. Oh. Um, it's a beautiful reissue of it. Um, they reissued all of the Tony Doolan era um, Venom albums only recently it's a gatefold has all the lyrics on it it has the egyptian based artwork um uh, and it's i think my copy oh get it out is i said solid yellow yes it is there you go solid yellow um now some people have said that colored vinyl plays differently and it's a different sound they've also i've also heard people say that um the picture discs also they have a different sound quality to them. Um, this, my dear listeners, is hokum. Uh, they do have... Um, they. It doesn't matter the material it's made of. I mean, uh, it's all poly-extruded vinyl. If you listen to... Uh, uh, that's how they make it. Sorry, all this 
rattle rattle crash crash um it's just they had a die to it it's just not black straightforward as that um even the clear ones it's just different it's just a different type of the same material the beads that they put in there's a great youtube video of watching a guy making them um and the colored beads and how they have to heat up and steam on the labels it's really interesting but primeval um a brilliant brilliant album probably my f in, in fact definitely my favorite um tony doolan era venom album uh it um contains several of the best live songs i've ever seen i've I saw venom inc about five years ago they're coming out again this year hopefully um they did blackened other priests um i mean they do a, a great um uh, this particular one keeps in, has a bonus track of "Live Like Live Like an Angel," which was the first track that I am that Venom ever uh, wrote, or that uh, Mantis ever wrote for Venom. So it's it's really good on there. There is a brilliant Black Sabbath cover for Megalomania, um, but oh, it's so 90s. It's great, like the, the opening track "Primeval." You've got the sounds like the answer phones on. It's got a bit of special effects on it. Um, and then you get, and it's, it's just really sing along. And then you get Parasite, which is the second, which is really where Tony gets his gums around, his spits out the venomous um, lyric in, in, of Parasite. And of course, uh, Carnivorous. I've, I've already reviewed this in another episode, so I'm not going to go back and review the album. You can go back and look uh, uh, and listen to that one. Um, but it is just a lovely piece of. Um, it's reissued on Under the Flag. Rock mark um, for Venom Inc. music. Now, the reason it's under Venom Inc. music is that um, there's two bands now. There's Venom and Venom Inc. Venom has Kronos and some other players um, in his band. Uh, Danny Needham on drums. I don't quite remember who's on bass. Oh, guitar, sorry. Um, and you got and then you've got uh, Venom Inc., which is basically Tony Doolan and. Uh, um, Mantis or Jeff Dunn. It was there was Abaddon on drums, but there's been some. I won't go into. It, there was some acrimonious stuff, so he left, and there's another new drummer. Um, and they're a one and only album. They so far there was a new one coming out very soon. Um, Ave is brilliant. Uh, you know, it is a real step back into that um, heady day of punk and metal and speed metal the denim jackets and sweat and long hair and machismo and anger and violence and sex it's just uh, oh oh gives me the shivers it's fantastic anyway that's your prime evil and finally now i got that directly from the venom inc website sorry to say so this is the other local one i picked up um now, we all love on this channel, let's be honest, we all love a bit of Priest. Uh, where would we be without Judas Priest? Huh? Um, and one of the uh, one of my earliest ever memories of listening to heavy metal was walking down Carnaby Street. We'd just been into the Great Frog, and my brother had bought a silver ring with a doll's eye in it, which was really big back in the 80s. They had just made the belt buckle for Bruce Dickinson, uh, the World Slavery Tour. Uh, we had, they had it there in the store and it was in a cabinet and we were looking at it and we came out my brother we walked into another shop in Carnaby Street when Carnaby Street was Carnaby Street Londoners if you're listening Londoners um, when it was full of it was 
retro, not, oh, I hate that word, when it was um, uh, underground and it wasn't, <coughs> I mean, last time I went there, which was about 15 years ago now, when I went back to, <coughs> back to the UK, there was a bloody cafes and, <coughs> pardon me, lost my corona, popping back up again. <coughs> there was all sorts of stuff. There was, I think it was a Boots the Chemist. I mean, come on. The hub of the six swinging 60s, the the, the the den of iniquity and the punk, punks and the and, and the rockers and the mods. And what you got are Boots the Bloody Chemist. Anyway, so um, back to what I was saying. So I was there and we walked into this other shop where my brother was buying T-shirts. Um, and he bought, a, um, he bought an Urge Overkill. If I remember rightly, a, cro- a crocus, and then he went and we bought. He bought a, a, a priest shirt with the um, uh, with the, with the horns, the the trident on it, and I was mesmerised by this shirt. I loved it. I really loved it. I thought it was the best thing he he had, and I really wanted it. Um, and um, anyway, it, it sort of. Um, yeah, it was one of those things that when I thought, when I get old enough to listen to whatever that is, I'm going to listen to it. And I remember Brother had um, British Steel, still one of the greatest albums ever made. And I put it on, and of course, there we go. From there on, it's a life love, love affair of Priest, is it not? Um, but this album I bought, this is um, Reflections, 50 Years of Heavy Metal, uh, 50 Heavy Metal Years of Music. And I'm going to read from the back here. Uh, legacies are made from affirmations, and the and this metaphoric vault deni- defines Judas Priest's commitment of defending the faith. So it's great. It's a double album, a nice gatefold sleeve with a trident on the front. You open it up, and you've got lots of pictures of the later tour, um, even with you know with, with um, KK Downing, and so it, um, you've got. It's basically a. Uh, they're all on here. Um, Faulkner. They're all. Um, you know, um, yeah, just Robert Halford, um, just wonderful. And there, these red vinyl, gatefold sleeve, both red. I think both are red. Let's just check this. I didn't pop it out yesterday to play it. Yeah, both red vinyl. Um, and on it, you've got uh, "Let us pray." Call for the priest. You don't have to be old to be wise. Fever. Eat me alive, which is one of my favourite songs ever live. And you've got all guns blazing. Never the heroes. Dissident aggressor, out in the cold, running wild. <coughs> a victim of changes, the Green Manalishi with a two, with a two pronged crown. Oh man, that's great live. You see, priests do that live. Makes you go. Ugh. Bloodstone, the Ripper. Oh. Beyond the realms of death, the Hellion, Electric Eye, and Sinner. Um, I think that really captures the fifty years there. I mean, it's difficult to put fifty years into two albums. Um, but again, I got this in JB Hi-Fi, which um, American, it was sort of like, um, and Europe listeners, it's basically a sort of CD, DVD, record place um, that is very prevalent around the country, and they do white goods like fridges and stuff now, and computers, and it's basically a one-stop shop for everything electrical. And every now and again, you can get a bargain, and I picked it up, I think, for like 35 um, Australian dollars, uh, and you know what? Put that on, um, and for hang on, let's just see this one. I think it goes for something like fifty minutes. Fifty minutes, beautiful red vinyl. 
you know, uh, sit in your, sit down in your, in your lounge or whatever, put on your headphones, walk around the house, and and you get the warmth of vinyl that you don't get with a cold bitrate download. Anyway, that's really it. So just saying that you can get them, you can pick up vinyl in all sorts of places. I'm also flicking through my, just listen to. Um, uh, pile here i listened to over the easter weekend i listened to uh hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy i've got a fantastic reissue of the radio play in a book form on on vinyl it was like four vinyl and a lovely part back i listened to the marillion a little marillion picture disc interview disc from my when i was in my youth uh mark kelly's marathon which i reviewed last week some of the undertones which i absolutely love the undertones um and a uh, dairy from Ireland, uh, Irish punk band from the 70s, Fergal Sharkey up front, um, and, and I, uh, Teenage Kicks is one of those songs I want to play, played at my funeral, a very important band to me, and then, and then you know what, I topped it off with one of my favourite comedians from the 70s, a northern British comedian called Mike Harding, and the album's called Comic Cuts, um, and you see sort of stuff you can get on vinyl, it's such varied, that sometimes you just cannot get on streaming, and it's just that really nice... Um, interaction with you and the physical mechanics of the albums but what i was trying to come to was you can get your records in all sorts of ways you can have a drunken night like i did and buy a load from a, a an obscure german website hoping that when it comes you it's you can't remember you've ordered it when it comes you're excited um you can search thoroughly for one particular thing you're looking for um or you can walk into a record shop now um and find something that just jumps out at you and honestly, if you've got some money burning hole in your pocket and you have got a record deck or a tape deck even now, um, give it a go. Now, that's me for this week. Um, I hope you've enjoyed it. Please do come and see me on my Facebook page, Norbum and All Things Metal. Um, jump on to uh, buy me a coffee and donate to the show if you can. That'd be great. Every penny counts. Um, and uh, I hope you've had a safe Easter. I hope if you listened to this before Easter, have a good one. Uh, if you've had one, I'm glad you had a good one, um, and uh, we'll chat next week. Okay, bye guys. <laughs>